Jesus knew that God was the source of healing, the source of health, the source of wholeness. Jesus said he couldn't do anything by himself. So that's really the first step in understanding how Jesus healed and being able to heal as he did. You're listening to the Bible Speaks to You podcast. This is episode 99. Today we're talking about how Jesus healed the sick. Welcome to the Bible Speaks to You podcast. This is the place to be to rediscover the original Christianity of Jesus. Each week, we talk about how Jesus wanted us to think and act and pray and live our daily lives. And we dig down into the mindset of Jesus to discover how we can think and act like he did. The goal is to experience more of Jesus' promise that the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Hey there, and welcome again to the Bible Speaks to You podcast. It's so great to have you here today. I'm so grateful you tuned in to listen. Today we're going to talk about healing. Specifically, how did Jesus heal. Last week in episode 98, we talked about the fact that it is God's will that you are healed. If you haven't listened to it yet, I hope you will because it sets the stage for what I'm talking about today. I'll put the link in the show notes. It's thebiblespeakstoyou.com forward slash 098. As we talk about how Jesus healed, It's important to remember that he promised that we could do the same things he did, one of which is healing. So we're also going to talk about how we can follow his example. I talk about healing a lot on the Bible Speaks to You podcast. You've probably noticed it's really an important part of Jesus's ministry, and it should be an important part of our ministry today. So let's talk about how did Jesus heal people? There are so many ways to talk about this, and there's no way to go into great depth in a single podcast episode, but there are a few main points I'm going to emphasize. How did Jesus heal? First, I believe he was so completely aware of God's healing presence. Jesus knew the scriptures, so we can assume He knew this verse from Exodus 15.26, I am the Lord who heals you. That word heal can also mean makes you whole. And that kind of brings to mind the words of David in Psalm 103, verses 3 and 4. David said, referring to God, He forgives all my sins and heals all my diseases. He redeems me from death and crowns me with love and tender mercies. Jesus knew that God was the source of healing, the source of health, the source of wholeness. So that's really the first step in understanding how Jesus healed and being able to heal as he did. The second thing I want to emphasize is something I mention a lot on the podcast as well, 
It's the way Jesus described his ability to accomplish something. He said in John 5.30, I can do nothing on my own. I judge as God tells me. Therefore, my judgment is just because I carry out the will of the one who sent me, not my own will. Then in John 14.10, he says, Don't you believe that I am in the Father and the Father is in me? The words I speak are not my own, but my Father who lives in me does his work through me. Jesus is saying it's the Father doing his work through Jesus. Jesus doesn't have his own checklist of things he wants to accomplish, he doesn't have his own agenda. He's simply doing what God wants him to, but it's the Father that works through him. It's the Father doing the work through Jesus. And Jesus was aware of this. Going back to John chapter 5, up in verse 19, Jesus said, I tell you the truth, the Son, referring to himself, can do nothing by himself. He does only what he sees the Father doing. Whatever the Father does, the Son also does. That's really a remarkable statement for Jesus to make. He's saying he can't do anything on his own. He only does what he sees God doing, and it is God working through him to accomplish whatever he does, including healing, obviously. Let that sink in a minute. Jesus said he couldn't do anything by himself. This is Jesus saying this. The Son of God, the Messiah, said he can't do anything by himself. He can only do what he sees the Father do. How does this apply to you and me? Can you and I say the same thing? Can we follow Jesus's methodology here? Can we adopt this same mindset? Well, the answer is yes, but it's not necessarily easy because we have to give up our own will, just as Jesus did. We have to give up our own perspective, our personal opinions, and everything that goes along with that. Let's come back to John 5.19. Jesus says he only does what he sees the Father doing. Jesus saw God doing things that others did not see then, and they still don't see today. So what did Jesus see the Father doing? Well, there were lots of things, but in this context, he saw God as the source of healing. Jesus said that his purpose was to bear witness to the truth. This is John eighteen thirty-seven. When he's talking to Pilate, he says, To this end was I born, and for this cause came I into the world, that I should bear witness unto the truth. Let's put these two verses together. The truth he bore witness to is what he saw the Father doing, and therefore he could do them also. Jesus could see or bear witness to God as the source of wholeness and health. He saw people from the perspective of how 
God originally created them in the image and likeness of God. He saw people from the perspective of what was true in the kingdom of heaven, where there is no sickness or disease. When he did this, people were healed. Or rather, that's what it looked like to everyone watching. But to Jesus, I think he was really just seeing what God had already ordained in heaven from the beginning, which was wholeness and health. Jesus saw what God was doing and had already done. So the question then comes to us. What can you see God doing? When I was a little kid and all the way through high school, my dad was always fixing things around the house. He had a pretty cool tool set, including this great electric drill and the most amazing screwdriver set I've ever seen. He often asked me to help him with the repairs. I would hold the tape measure or a piece of wood while he cut it. As I got older, he encouraged me to do some of the tasks with his supervision. I had watched him many times hammer nails to join pieces of wood together, but the first time I tried to do it, it was pretty hopeless. I missed the nail, I bent the nail. I was a little kid. I wasn't strong enough to hit the hammer hard enough. But it was a beginning, and he patiently watched me and taught me and gave me another opportunity. Uh, Lots of more opportunities, actually. Until I could hit a nail on the head and get it into the piece of wood. I learned how to do so much simply by watching him at work. Today, there's always something around the house for me to fix. And I often think of my dad when I'm doing it because not only did I learn how to do and repair specific things, but I have embraced his mindset that I can do something or figure out how to do something. For example, a couple of years ago, much to my surprise, I replaced a toilet in the downstairs bathroom of my house. I didn't think I could do it. I was going to call a plumber. But the man at the hardware store said, Oh, sure, it's easy. You can do it. He walked me through the process. I learned how to do it. And it was pretty fun to actually do something I had never done before. I really got that mindset from my dad watching him do things around the house. This is just a simple example of what Jesus is talking about. He learned how and what to do by watching his father. So again, I ask, what can you and I see God doing? Let's start with something simple and ask the question this way. How do you see God loving the world? Can you see God's love shining on the just and the unjust? That's from Matthew 5:45. Can you see God's love shining equally on the Democrats and the Republicans, or whatever the opposite political parties are in your country? Can you see God loving equally the Jews, Christians, Muslims, Hindus, Buddhists, and other religions and agnostics and atheists? Can you see God loving all those people equally? How about the people you trust, as well as the people you don't trust, the law-abiding people and the criminals? Can you see God loving everyone 
in your family, at work, at church, in the government, in all the different countries. God does love everyone equally and unconditionally. Jesus has taught us that. How much of that can you see? Whatever your answer is, is how much you will love all those people. You can only love those you see God love. This is really a rule that Jesus has established, that we can only do what we see God doing. Now, all the things that we do that are not what God is doing, that we think we're accomplishing, they really don't amount to much as far as eternity goes. And if you're looking at God through a dirty or distorted lens and think that you see God hating certain people, you will think it's okay to hate those people because that's what you think you see God doing. But you're looking through a distorted lens. God loves all his children equally. But I just want to be clear here, he does not love any of the wrong things that we do or think. Jesus emphasized God's universal love for everyone. In fact, that's why God sent Jesus, because he loved the whole world so much. You know John 3.16, For God loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whoever believes in him would not perish but have life eternal. Can you see God loving everyone so intensely, so completely, so universally? so unconditionally? Jesus emphasized the need for this when he says, love your neighbor as yourself. That's Mark twenty-two thirty-nine. When you can see this infinite love God has for the whole world, then you have taken the next step to healing like Jesus did. Because healing is really about how you see someone, or rather, how you see God seeing them, how much you can see that God loves them fully and unconditionally, how clearly you can see them as a child of God originally made in his image and likeness, how clearly you can see someone from the perspective of what is true about them in the kingdom of heaven where there is no sickness, sin, disease, or death. No pain, no sorrow, no tears. None of that exists in the kingdom of heaven. The more you actually see yourself or someone else this way, the more you'll witness the healing power of God. One time a young man asked me to pray for him. He had sprained his ankle and he was in a lot of pain. I don't really remember what I said to him, but I do remember some of the things I prayed about. The quieter I got, the more I could hear what God was telling me, and the more I could see what God saw. It became so clear to me that this sprained ankle was not part of the original image and likeness of God that God had made this man to be. It literally was not part of who he was as a child of God. My prayers kind of took a turn. I quit praying to heal this problem and focused more on seeing this man as complete and whole in God's eyes. There were some other issues that had come up in our conversation, and I saw that the mental tug-of-war he was experiencing was not part of him either. 
It was kind of like a bucket full of mud someone had thrown at him. It was a mess, but it wasn't permanent, and it wasn't part of who he was. The moment I saw clearly that none of these things had ever really touched who he was as a child of God, I could sense that healing was taking place, and I could see to some degree how much God loved this man. He called back. He was perfectly fine. There was no pain, no swelling. He could walk and run freely. This is just a tiny little example of how we can follow Jesus' example of healing when we see what God is doing, what God has done, what God is seeing, and how God is loving the world. So I'll leave you with this question. What can you see God doing? Thanks so much for tuning in today. I'm always so grateful that you are here. If you're new to the Bible Speaks to You podcast, I want to extend a warm welcome to you. Thank you so much for tuning in. I encourage you to go to the website, thebiblespeakstoyou.com, and click the subscribe tab. Fill out your name and email, and you'll be on my email notification list. That way you'll never miss an episode. And of course, you can always listen on the Apple Podcast app or any of the other podcast apps. You can even say, Alexa, play The Bible Speaks to You podcast. If you have any questions or comments about today's episode, or if you'd like to talk about God's healing power, please reach out to me. Just go to the website and click the contact tab, fill out the form, and I'll be in touch. I would love to hear from you. As always, I'll have all the Bible references I mentioned today in the show notes. You can find those at thebiblespeakstoyou.com forward slash 099. This is episode 99. Next week is episode 100. I'm really looking forward to sharing it with you. I've been talking to a lot of people all over the world about who they would like to talk to in the Bible other than Jesus and what they would ask them. Please tune in next week for that episode. I think you'll really enjoy it. There's some wonderful and thoughtful questions that people have asked of various characters in the Bible, some things I never thought of before, so I can't wait for you to listen to that. And if you have contributed to that, thank you so much. I really appreciate you taking the effort to share your ideas with me and with all the listeners. A lot of people have asked how they can be most supportive of the Bible Speaks to You podcast. There are several things you can do. First off is Take the ideas that you hear in an episode and play around with them, think about them, pray about them, and see how you can put them into practice in your own life. And then let me know what you discovered, what was helpful. Another way to be supportive is to share the podcast with others. It's wonderful to hear when you or someone else has shared an episode with a friend that was very helpful to someone. So that's a wonderful way to be supportive. And of course, there's the option to support the podcast financially to help offset some of the weekly and monthly expenses associated with producing the Bible Speaks to You podcast. If you are so inclined, you'll find a donate button 
all the way at the bottom of the website in the footer. And I just want to thank you in advance for your generosity. It's a big help to me to get this message out every week. That's it for today. Thanks again for being here and listening. I really appreciate you so very much. I'm James Early with the Bible Speaks to You podcast. Have a great week. Take care. We'll see you next time. God bless.